Right. I am so sorry, friends. Yeah, yeah you're very ghetto, too. I'm very embarrassed to know you. I left open this program that takes up a lot of RAM. And so when my computer opened up, it was trying to, like, run that program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I oh, had to okay. shut it down and wait for my computer to adjust. So, like, it literally, <laughs> like, been waiting for that. But also, Casper, when you talk about, well, what if this was one of your students? Because I definitely would have been like, you need to make sure that you had enough mm-hmm. time. Like, I would have been yeah. in their ass, low-key. Right. <laughs> Shit, turn the computer on at 11.30. You know, you do slow. Oh, yeah, I can hear it now. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, I was just asking for food purposes, because I'm like, well, shit, I guess I ain't going to eat until after. And then here you come at 12.19. Um, <laughs> I apologize. If you would like to get food, I would be willing to wait for you because... No, it's all right, because then it's still going to act a donkey when I go back down there. Oh. Um, Mothers. Sacrificial. I just... Yeah, sis is going to be hungry for peace. Ooh! It's... it's, And this is a big deal, because this is Tristan. Tristan don't be hungry for nobody. Hello. Come on. And didn't I do it last week, too? She did. God will change you by giving you a baby. Mm. And I'm going down kicking and screaming too because I'm mad. Um. Thanks for joining us on the group chat show. I'm Clarissa. This is Tristan. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Amari. Um, and that very dry voice is the voice that is held by the person. Oh, wait, that was dry? Made... Yeah. That's me. It sounded like you were on some late night radio show. Because um... <laughs> I was like, I was trying to give, like, not sex, sexy. I was trying to give you sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not what we usually get. And in comparison, it felt kind of dry. Yeah. Well, I was trying to say that that person that the that the voice belongs to is also the talented artist who made our intro music. So thank you and shout out to you, Mr. Amari. Um, so it's been a while. What have you guys been up to? How no, have you been creative been. with your nothingness? <laughs> like, you just, I mean, come on. I mean. I mean, we've been doing stuff. Okay, you go. Share we've been with doing you. stuff, though. We've been going for a walk every day. Yes. Actually, we're doing that as a group of friends. See? All of us have been doing Every day that. we walk at least a mile and we post about it. Boom. Did I post today? I no. went, though. No, you liked it, and I was like, "Look at him! He ain't even go." Well, when you said <laughs> that, I hadn't gone yet. Mm. 
but I did. I took uh, my phone keeps track so I can post my little. I didn't do a video, but I can send a screenshot. We've been walking, and uh, I've been cooking a lot this week. I was literally cooking every damn meal. Mm. Yeah, Mm. like that's a whole lot. I just cooked a couple times, which is still a lot (laughs) for me. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I just uh, grocery shopped via Instacart this morning. Okay. Mm. So delivery. yeah. Oh, God. I guess that is when you leave the car that's the delivery. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, um, so I'm happy about that because I got some meals planned for the week. So I'll tell y'all how those go. And um I'm I'm actively preparing to reopen now. So updating all my documents, keeping in touch with the parents. Um, ordering some new toys um, and materials for the boys because they're starting to outgrow what I have. And uh, I've been working with my little cousin. He's six, um, doing his work with him all week. So that's been fun. Excuse me. And now that Tyrone's back to work, I have been spending most of the days um, just doing random stuff to stay busy. But now I have a little bit of a schedule. So it's fun. And I got company. Because he's fun. He's a fun kid. And also this week, I went to my cousin's houses. Like, I popped up on them. Mm. And I put their Mother's Day gifts in their mailbox. Um, Because one of them has been talking about making a physical photo album for like a year. Because we, um, you know, we reminisce on our childhood and we share pictures that we've come across that were in old photo albums. And she's like, our kids won't have this. Like, it's all online or it's all on our phones. But we need to print out some pictures. And like I said, she's been talking about it for like a year. So I printed pictures and I took them to them. And they were really happy. So that was cool. It was uh, it was an. I feel like it was a nice gift, something mm-hmm. that they really wanted. But also, you know, it's fun to look at pictures of your kids doing different stuff over the years. Mm-hmm. But I, but I also printed pictures um, from their Facebook of like their closest friends and stuff like that. So it was nice, and it was and obviously it was nice to see all of them too. Gotcha. So um, that was my week. My life has been kind of off. Um, I mean, even just the fact that we got we started the podcast and Clarissa did her update first. Like, <laughs> what is life? Yeah, I mean, it's also, 2020. Nothing is regular. Today I had gummy bears and M&Ms along with my breakfast. And if you know me, I don't do that shit. But it felt so natural. So I did it. That's a problem. That's a problem. So I'm not so sure what today and or this week holds, but I hope that this morning is not an indication of like some bullshit because I just can't handle. I can't. I can't do it. Um, but yeah, in general, like school is officially out now, and so although I wasn't doing a whole lot of teaching before, um, 
I'm really not doing shit now. Like the volume of emails has slowed down. And so I've been treacherously bored for like three days. Um, so yeah, I need to find something to do because I'd be sitting on this couch playing Farmville. Um, yeah. So that's about it. Tristan, did you have anything or you just? Um, I, yeah, just been cooking way too many things, trying to, um, be smarter about it so I don't have to cook every meal. It's not really, um, in my ministry, but, (laughs) um, I, you know, now have a child that eats three meals, two snacks one bottle and nurses once a day. So I actually have to um, do that. Um, yes, that is his real life schedule. But I mean, I guess that is the schedule of a actual human child. Um, and I have the family Instagram that I've been doing crap on. And um, then my sister and I have been doing some behind the scenes stuff with our board first in the front, just trying to use this time to do things and projects that you, you know, wouldn't normally have time to do and kind of can do it at a slower pace because there's less of a time crunch because we're clearly not going anywhere anytime soon. And mm, I don't know, whatever else, it don't really matter. Um, Nothing matters. Yeah, I don't. Um, bitter that I cannot seem to find episode one of season six of How to Get Away with Murder any freaking way. Um, missed the season due to y'all's nephew. So now I just gotta wait until you know two years from now, I guess. When it's not on ABC, people keep saying all this stuff, and it's not that. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not going to ask the question. I'm sorry. I have been so tickled by Tristan's comment section when she's like saying it's not there and then the whole comment section is given the same suggestions. Like she already told y'all it's not there. Uh, like mm-hmm. just scroll up. Just scroll up. I've been cracking yeah. up so hard. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's not um, like the show is there. Right. And I keep having to reiterate from beginning, episode one, season six. I'm not talking about season one. I'm not talking about season yeah. one. Season six, episode one, is not on demand. It's not on Hulu. It's not on ABC. Um, what are the other options? Somebody told me Amazon, but I think she thought I was talking about season one. Um, and I mean, now that the show is over, maybe that has changed. But I have been checking throughout the entire season, and it isn't there, so... By the time I get to watch, I'm actually going to have to start at season one because I'm not going to remember anything that happens. Uh, so they give you a little uh, update, Tristan, at the beginning of the season. You know, Tristan got to be extra. Right. Well, I mean, it's the only way I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to, yeah, so I don't know. I, I know ABC, what is it, ABC Go? Mm-hmm. I mean... It just, it's weird that they wouldn't have, like, all of the episodes. So that's why I suggested it, because of any place that should have it, it should be ABC. It's their fucking show. Before, so you know how it took the little break or whatever, it was, like, started, like, episode six or whatever. 
Mm. And now, um, that's me typing, trying to click on here. Okay, here you go, Annalise laying on the floor. Yeah, episode six is now locked. Wait, episode, oh, my bad. I've been saying episode six. No, it was episode six before the break. Now you can only start episode 15. Uh, what is that? Episode 11, my bad. Yeah, so fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it'll be out in a couple of years and it might be okay. <laughs> or, or weeks, but you know. I'm, I've been what are we talking about here. today, guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need to put this out here in case somebody knows a hack. Um, I'm going to find it for you, Tristan. Thank you. Somebody said something about Fire Stick had it all on there. Oh, you, you just gotta get it jailbroken. Literally anything on on Fire Stick. Mm-hmm. I watched the whole um series of As Told by Ginger on Fire Stick. Well, you know, somebody I'm willing and able to hook me up. You know how to contact me. Um, but today we are talking about May is mental health. Awareness Month, which I mean, in the midst of Corona Rona quarantine, um, you know, usually the month being very, very important, but I think now it's even more important after having to be quarantined for what, two months, three months, four months, I don't know. Um, So anywho, I found this article, you know, taking it back to our usual. And the title is How to Salvage a Disastrous Day in Your COVID-19 Quarantine. Um, So I'll just read some of the stuff, you know, and then y'all can give you commentary as we go along. Okay. All right. So as the intro, she says, so apparently she, this author has the, her name is Aisha Ahmad. Um... And apparently with her work, she has lived in, I don't know how she described it, but wherever she has worked, they've had to like stay home and um, crisis living is what she's called. Yeah. uh Yeah. Um, Yeah. So she says in her experience, successful crisis adaptation requires a flexible approach. Problem number one for me. Um, that allows you to reboot and reimagine your process in real time. Another problem. So anyway, she said, to make this practical, let's start with that 3 p.m. rock bottom and conduct a rescue operation. Note, if you have a small, if you have small children in your care or other vulnerable people, this rescue operation is far more difficult. Just take one day at a time. Sounds about my approach. Okay, so the first thing she says is restart your day. Um, it says when more than half the day has evaporated, it can feel impossible to get back on track. But at this critical moment, don't let your feelings dictate your life. Um, you need to take a small concrete action that will get you unstuck and save your day. So this talks about turning off your devices and screens, no news, no cell phones, and take 10 to 20 minutes to shower, change your um, clothes, and maybe eat like a breakfast food. It doesn't matter how you feel. You're just, you know, taking concrete action steps. It says identify easy domestic tasks. Dem- what, Tristan? Domestic tasks that will improve your immediate physical environment. 
So a load of laundry, vacuum a room, wash the dishes, pick one chore, do it for 20 minutes. Um, by 345, your day will already be different. Keep the screens off. Um, and then that, what does it say? So then once your day is feeling better, I guess if you're working or you have other stuff to do, it says pick a handful of tasks that are important, but very quick and simple to achieve. Look for the easy outstanding work that requires minimal brain power. And that's tip one. Don't aim for perfection. The goal is to end the slump and reestablish stability. Your job for the rest of the day is to take small, discreet actions to help you get unstuck. So that's part of tip one. Any commentary on that? Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, it, maybe it works. I know if I didn't make it to three o'clock and I ain't done shit, probably not gonna do shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like at that point, I'd be like, "Well, today is going. Day's down. over. <laughs> yeah, try again tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. Like when I when it's a day when I know I have to get stuff done. I get out to bed when Tyrone leaves for work because, like, I just know I need to be in the mindset of mm-hmm. being on a work schedule that day. But if it if it's three o'clock and I just have a couple maybe things to do on my to do list, they're not getting done. Period. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm reading it as like it's a you have to get it done type thing, but you're just. Because I feel like this was me about two weeks ago, just overly consumed with anxiety. And I really did have stuff that I needed to do. And even when I don't have stuff to do, Stokely is my thing to do, especially if Brian is at work. So three o'clock just happens to be his second nap. And he usually takes about 45 minutes. So that would be perfect for me because I got to push till about eight when he goes to bed. And a lot has to happen between 3.45 and 8 p.m. Um according to the way he operates. So yeah, I think it's like based on if you have stuff to do, but yeah, if you ain't got nothing to do by three o'clock, like really do we actually like care that we just gonna keep it pushing? Child, I've had shit to do and then sent text like, so sorry, I cannot do it today. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah. Just, I can't. Yeah, I'll hit you up later, but like <laughs> it's not gonna no. happen. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. I'm, I'm like low key the other night me and Brian like, what, what would quarantine be like if it were just the two of us he was like relaxing <laughs> and I'm thinking I don't know if being locked in the house this long would really be relaxing per se um, but it wouldn't be so interrupted but you know I love my kid I love my kid alright um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one more time for goodness. I love my kid. All right. So the next one says, you are in quote unquote remedial life class. For scholars and other high achieving professionals, performance is an important part of our identities. We are used to tackling hard challenges and we thrive on achievement and excellence, but that approach will not help you fix a hot mess of a day. This sort of day <sighs> needs a different perspective. Um talks about how we're used to being advanced learners um but it says today you can get an a plus if you eat two or three proper meals do any light form of exercise are compassionate to your loved ones and complete at least one basic work task 
And I think that really has been my focus during this time. Am I eating? Am I reaching out to the people I care about? And moving the mile a day thing has really been helpful for me. And also teaching me to prioritize work shit because then I just focus in on that thing, one or two things and get it done. So... Nothing? Okay. Um, This part says bookend your day, the next tip. Um, Once your workday gets back on track, it's essential that you control its length. Just because you start at 3.30 does not mean you should push your workday into the midnight hours. Even if your salvage operation has sparked a burst of productivity, it is wiser to step off the roller coaster by early evening. Don't try to make up for lost time. Um... Finish with a modest list of goals for tomorrow. And I think that's a tip too, like for people having, well, having work from home before this, mm-hmm. it's like so easy to just go, 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 like put it down. Okay, dinner's over. Let me pick my laptop up and start working again. And like, mm. it never actually ends. And yeah. you don't get this distinct um separation between work and home or work and relax time or work and you know relax yeah i already said relax time relaxation good god so i ain't got no problem with that like even when i was doing like distance learning my office hours was from 10 to 11 and then two to three it'd be 1101 and i'd be like in the middle of something i'd be like oh time to go yeah like Got a blast. Yeah, got no problem with that. <laughs> and if I didn't like, you know, slept the day away, get up at 2.30, at 3 o'clock, I'd be like, well, day is over. <laughs> I'll do the rest tomorrow. Like, so yeah, I ain't got no problem with that at all. Shai, you have mastered crisis living. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 So it's it was a struggle for me when I was actually working. Yeah. Uh, because my work day is so long and I work in the basement and but working in the basement is me teaching and cleaning, but me working as an owner doesn't even start until the kids leave. Yeah. So, you know, I'm working seven to six and then I'll have a little dinner. And then I got to work on something after that. Mm-mm. And then I go to bed and I dream about kids all night because it's time to, it's practically time to go back to work. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I too have mastered at least the work part of crisis living because all the things that I have to do, I have, um, like I said, I've come up with the schedule and like when I know I have stuff to do, I put myself on a regular workday schedule mm-hmm. and, and that's helpful for um, getting things done. Like I made a to-do list and was checking everything off and uh, yeah, I feel, I feel like I can, I can be okay with my retirement after I get everything done off of my checklist. Because that's what I'm imagining in quarantine is I'm just retired and I'm thinking and I'm thankful for it. Oh, wait a minute. Is that what you were alluding? No, you said when you retired. Okay. <clears throat> Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 
I'm going to retire for real at 35. And I've been saying that for a while. So this is preparing me for what my retirement life is going to look like. Okay. Get some projects done. But I'll be on a little work schedule, three to four hours a day, max. Um, What I was about to say. Yeah, I think one, yeah, one of the challenging things is definitely just the um, moving pieces of my life. Um, fire department schedule, baby schedule, and then my schedule, all of that is pretty challenging to consistently grasp. So I've just been trying to, um, yeah, for the last month, I literally have on my refrigerator a checklist of the things that... Um, I need to do in a day that will help me feel stabilized or whatever. And it doesn't happen every day, but I think it's just a reminder of like, Hey, have you done this? Have you done this? You know, drink water. Did you, all those things are good. Um, And then in the article at the end, it's just talking about ending the day gracefully with something positive. So, you know, it could be talking to somebody that you like or love. Um, setting aside, you know, judgments about your day's performance. I think that was my biggest challenge in the beginning. Um, Write a gratitude list. Clarissa and I actually talked about that and I wrote one on the refrigerator. So, um, well, like on one of those dry erase boards on the refrigerator. So that's been helpful. But yeah, I mean, things are opening back up here tomorrow. I personally will not be going anywhere. I mean, I've been going to like essential places, but I'm not going to sit in nobody restaurant or nothing like that. I didn't realize uh, y'all weren't open all this time. No, like um, restaurants have been closed, hair salons, all that has been closed. Stores have been open um, and anything I've done, if I could do it, pick up, that's like outside or whatever. Yeah. That's what I've done, but yeah, we haven't had anything. Um, I think was the it mall last opened, Monday. I don't know, huh? I think the mall here opened like last weekend, mm-hmm. or sometime last week, and they said there were people lined up to like get mm-hmm. in the mall. But then it was only two stores open. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, and one of them was like the little jewelry place. Like, of course, yeah, it was like, like who doesn't need jewelry during the quarantine? Yeah, so that was good to me. That was like. Y'all dummies up there lined up, but there's only two damn stores open. <laughs> Dang on mall. Um, but yeah, yeah so that's I, it for the article. That's all I got. I try to end my day with like grace every day. Mm-hmm. Lately, it's the office. <laughs> Lately, it is the office, which if you don't know I, what are you even doing with your life at this point <laughs> I just, we've been talking about it for what two three years now mm-hmm. get with the program clearly um i've been ending my days with um i think i've been graceful to myself like i I try to limit the amount of social media that I partake in, <clears throat> but then I realized that's my main social interaction, so that didn't work. Mm-hmm. But what I've been doing is just um, just reading the titles of articles and 
uh, really just checking in with myself to see if it's um, if I feel okay actually reading what it says because mm-hmm. so much stuff is going on now and while I think it's important to be in the know I also know that I I can't fix most of it so why stress myself out about it and that has been helpful for me like um I'll see something that I think is important and it's just like mm, but I can't read that right now I'll try again tomorrow and that has been my way of being gracious to myself being mindful of my capacity mm-hmm what gets me with that though, like I'll see something and keep scrolling, and then here come one of my friends on a group text. Oh, y'all look at this, and I'd be like, I saw it, but I kept scrolling. No, like I'm glad Clarissa said because I be y'all know I don't. I'll scroll, swipe, delete, exit. Don't know nothing going on, and I Ooh. be out here worried about everything. I'm like, girl, let, like just let it, let it go, let it go, let it go. Like, but it be stuff happening in Colombia practically, and I'm uh, like, oh my god. Like one time, I text Tristan like, hey, just checking on you, everything okay? Yeah, what's up? It was a freaking hurricane. <laughs> she had no idea. Oh, <laughs> like, bro, your city well, first is flooding, off, and you did not even know. Well, the hurricane would have been on the coast. So since I'm smooth <laughs> hundred plus miles inland, you know, I can I have the luxury of just slight, you know, some wind and rain. Um, but it did your city that flooded, did happen. I felt like that time. You said what? I think it flooded. Like y'all. Oh yeah, in twenty fifth yeah, back in what was it, twenty fifteen there was like major flooding here. See, um, and Tristan didn't even know school. it was supposed to rain that day until oh. I called her. Yeah, 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 yeah. We was out and Brian, the first responders was out on boats rescuing people and stuff. Huh. I yeah, knew like it was, it was, it was bad. I remember that. It I was bad. That. It was bad <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and Tristan didn't even. Oh, right, because you were living in North Carolina at the time, uh-huh. right? So yeah. I didn't. Again, I was in that, and my family knows I don't watch the news. So I was at mm-hmm. my little apartment mm-hmm. and they calling, hey, you okay? And I was like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they said it's a hurricane. I was like, "Well, girl, it's raining a little bit." Yeah, right, right, right. Like they, well, they said in Greensboro, flash floods, and I was like, "Well, it's always flash floods in Greensboro." <laughs> like, yeah. oh, so annoying. I was so worried. <laughs> yeah, because no, both I y'all were living over there, and then you know all the other Freedom School people who live in the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what, and so, and I think that's a good example. Like, I saw that one. I'm like, oh, I need to find out what's happening. I actually know people who this is going to yeah. impact. But if it was like Arizona, it's like, all right, Lord, just keep the people safe. Yeah. yeah. I think once I, um, yeah, like once I knew, like, Brian had to go to work and all of that. But I think part of it, too, is coping for me. Because if I had been sitting there watching the news and I watched Brian non-swimming behind on a boat going to rescue <laughs> somebody, that would be major stress for me, which he did have to do. Oh. And, um, yeah, that's not going to work for me. But, yeah, it's, that's a part of the reason why I ignore it all. Should I be a little more informed? Absolutely. Um, but, you know... <laughs> I got to protect my peace. It, it, yeah. It's, you know, every little thing I can do. I made it this far. Ah. Ooh, shot. Um, all right. That's all I got on the article. What else y'all got? 
Um, that's it. Uh, be gracious, be thankful, and don't do work after three o'clock. I think now's what we talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Now's what we talk about what's happening, where we are, and what's happening at large. So, Tristan, your state is opening up. Yeah. Um, I did read actually today though that in South Carolina there had there were zero new deaths um, <clears throat> from COVID nineteen over the weekend. Or no, it just said just Saturday, but that was the first day with zero deaths since March. Mm. So that was cool. Here in Michigan, the people, the whites, are still trying to kill the governor. So we're yet praying for her. And um, I also read this morning that the Chinese ambassador in Israel was found dead. Um, And in other bizarre international news, Kim Jong-un faked his death to see who his, his traitors were. Baby, baby, baby. Let me tell you, you got to be one... You got to be one cold ass mother to pull that off. To fake his death. Faked his death. Just to see who with me and who ain't. Like, how y'all gonna act? You hate to see it, but you also love to see it. (laughs) Yeah, that was good to me when that came out. Because, you know, there are all these, like, different stories about, like, what was going on. And, yeah, child, I, I think I laughed when I saw that. Like, pretty sure I laughed out loud. I think I saw it on Clarissa's Instagram. That's why I get, I mean, Facebook. That's why I get most of my news. Also. Child, why are y'all sending me this foolery while I'm supposed to be recording? I'll have to come back and watch it. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh no, where did Clarissa go? Mm. Um, there she goes. Um. Okay. Um, what's next? Anything happening in Oklahoma? We've, like I said, we've been open. Um. Some restaurants are open. Um. But I think, like, you know, there are some people who are, like, still skeptical and not going anywhere. And, of course, there are people who are going. Like, the gyms have been open for a couple of weeks now. Um, and my trainer texts me, like, hey, like, going back. And I was like, hey, won't see you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clarissa, just now, <laughs> when I saw your text that said, uh, let me back in, I thought of that video the person's like who that that's the devil talking about something let me back in heaven let me back in heaven (laughs) 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 and die over and over anyway um so i got a little bit of news for it locally so I read today that I can't remember the percentage, but it was a really high percentage of tests here in Detroit, COVID tests that um, are coming back as 
negative, but they are actually positive. What? <laughs> I'm actually right. using you to it again. Yeah, so that's the thing. That is a thing. Um, Michigan was supposed to reopen on May 15th, and that was announced on like April 28th because that was like the second extension. And we're like, Gretchen, why would you just do another two weeks? And then, so that was two days ago when it was supposed to open, but about a week ago, she just extended it again to May 28th. So this is this is just crazy at this point, but I am just hoping for those next round of stimulus checks and that this next stimulus package includes student loan forgiveness. Amen. Add that to the prayer list. Yeah. Um, but that's all my news. You guys have any entertainment you've been indulging in? Any books, music, movies? I do, I do, I do, I do. (laughs) Okay, sounds like someone's very excited. I guess you can go first. I am on an album that was recently released called Invisible Man by Dr. Go check us out. It is a really really good album um and i'm not just saying that because i'm on it because i probably wouldn't have told y'all i would just say go listen to mine but mine is first but like go and play the whole album it's it's a really really good album um so yeah i've actually been playing that like just about every day several times a day um and then Oh, I read um, recently Confessions of a Video Vixen. It was a pretty good book. Some, some, you know, traumatic things. So if you haven't read it, it might be a little bit difficult. Well, no, I won't be reading it. Yeah. Um, and then I read Basketball Jones by Elin Harris. Very fucking good. Like, read it in a day and a half. And it would have been like a day if I hadn't had stuff to do. Um, and then I'm not really watching like anything new. Um, well, I started the series on Netflix, They've Gotta Have Us. Have y'all seen that? Or like seen it on Netflix? Um, it sort of chronicles the history of black filmmaking um, and goes back to like- gotta have it. They've got to have us. Oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this this guy interviews, like, a bunch of directors and actors, and, like, Diane Carroll is on there. Um, hit, was it, who's Belafonte? Is it Harry, Henry? Mm-hmm. Harry Belafonte. He's on there. Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. I've watched like one and a half episodes, but definitely check that out. And then Schmurder just ended, which, you know, we heard Tristan's woes. Mm. Um, very good series finale. We'll revisit after Tristan has been able to see everything. And then Insecure is like... Years. Insecure is on and popping. I'm behind an episode. Oh, girl. 
Yeah. Tonight, I'll have to do it today. I'll have to watch it and still go to bed tonight. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, but yeah. Well, I too have been enjoying Insecure and Shonda gave me everything I needed to finish How to Get Away with Murder. Man. Um, <laughs> hey. Somebody's mad. Right. Um, and so I've just been listening to a ton of audiobooks by Kimberla Lobute. Oh, I forgot Kim- about that. I can't remember her other last name. Kimberla Roby Lawson, I think it is. <clears throat> Give me a second. No, Kimberla Lawson Roby, that's her name. So, yeah, I came across the first book a few weeks ago, loved it, made a post about it, and then that's when people were telling me that it's a part of a series. So I've started listening to the entire series, and one of the books I absolutely hated. Mm. Like it was so boring, so I was like, I want my credit back for this on Audible. So mm-hmm. I googled, how do I return a book on Audible? And apparently, any book that you get on Audible, if you exchange it within a year, you get your money back or your credit back. Mm. Hmm. I think I knew that. I didn't. I'm so mad about it. Excuse me. Had a little cough there. But yeah. For sure. So yeah. No, not the Rona cough. Do you have a fever? I don't. Do you have chills? Nope. And I can smell and taste. Okay. So we're smell good. and taste that those words together in that order like that. Tristan, is that triggering for you? What? Smell and taste. I mean, I do have some sense. No, I what? It's not. I don't understand like, why. Why is this hard? No, that like infamous episode of the read. <laughs> you don't remember. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hopefully, Cupcake is listening because she'll understand the reference. I'm sure. Okay. <clears throat> um, I feel like I should remember, but you really are gonna have to jog it with more words. <laughs> Jive it with more words, okay. Jog it with more words. Just, you know, text me or something. Okay. Like then I'm um, I see it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, I also watched Upload on Amazon. That show is really good. The last episode made me mad, though. And single parents i'm still on that and that is one of the funniest shows i've come across in a long time and it's a great show for rewatchability. like i'm looking forward to that coming on netflix so i can watch again from season one like i i've been cracking up on that show you've been talking about that show for a while yeah like it's so freaking funny season two just started is so funny. Wait, what show um, are you talking about? Single parents. Okay. And conceptually, I like it a lot. It's a group of single parents who have decided to work together. So, like, they um, <clears throat> they carpool together to get the kids to school. 
and um like sometimes one person will babysit all six kids and different stuff like that so you know like they've created their own little village and the the kids are practically siblings at this point as well so it's cool yeah conceptually i really dig that model but yeah that show's really funny um and i've seen some movies lately but nothing nothing to write home about like i can't even remember um i've been watching a berry um and what was i say oh i've been watching this show on hulu called mrs america i don't know if i talked about this with y'all before i feel like i have um where they're fighting to get the equal rights amendment passed um so it's chronically mm-hmm. yeah chronicling that's right oh, that's it um thank you it's chronicling um that fight but then also this other lady who phyllis schlafly that's her name um who was anti era her and her friends or whatever um and the last episode I watched, which was the newest one, I think there's another one out now, was focused on, you know how they have like different characters and then some episodes they focus on that person's backstory or whatever. So it's this white lady that is a Republican, but she's a feminist and she was helping get the ERA passed. Um, and I'm like, I'd like to meet one of those in 2020 because I'm just racking my brain trying to figure mm-hmm. that out um but like the lady who was trying to get uh you know go against the era foolish Schlafly, she pretty much told her off and told her that she you know was a disgrace because in politics in dc specifically you know there were men that had treated her wrong had harassed her and other women that she knew and that she shouldn't be against it and all these other things so Mm -hmm. she i guess was saying that she's fiscally conservative but in terms of human rights she isn't which actually i have met someone like that before um anywho we won't get into that but um that that episode was interesting um um, but anyway, it's called Mrs. America on Hulu, and it does have black characters in it. To um, and and it is like highlighting that challenge of intersectionality, um, and trying to figure out how to operate in the spaces to figure out, um, you know, are you black first or are you woman first? Even has a little quick part about it's a le- a black lady who's a lesbian, um, and she another some other black ladies they want her to work with the black panthers but they're like no we can't because they don't support lgbtq rights so yeah it's got some of that in there too anywho that's all that i have the brain capacity to remember and talk about right now um you know my usual 90 day fiance um that's all I got right now. Do you watch Marriage at First Sight? Used to, really into it, like the first two or three seasons. And then afterwards, okay. I just felt like the episodes were annoying because they just keep replaying the same things over and over again. And the people were just, yeah. So, no, I haven't watched it in a while. Are you watching it? No, my mama and sister. <laughs> and it's on, I think this is on Netflix now. 
Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's why they started watching it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, "What is this mess? This is like some shit." <laughs> and it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know the news is over, but I just scrolled on this on Facebook. Mm-mm, see, this priest became a meme after he oh, used yes. a squirt gun filled with <laughs> holy water to bless churchgoers. If you click on it, when people rolling by, they have their window down, and he's squirting the squirt gun. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, Twenty twenty yeah. is not real. Okay. I and it's like this neon green squirt gun. Like it does, it, go, it doesn't even like match his whole, you know, attire. It's so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what was that meeting like? Like, hmm, how can we make sure that we still yeah. bless them without yeah. touching them? Yeah, I got it. A water gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. Cause you know in them churches they all drink out the same cup, but now I wonder. You know how at our churches you got a little cup with the wafer on the top, and you got to pull it back. Yeah, we we've been concerned about um, germs in black church for a long time. <sighs> but, okay, that's it. Um, any prayer requests? Them crazy ass folks that keep showing up with guns. Like seriously, like what are y'all doing? And. I'm just so annoyed that they have never been arrested or fined. But, you know. Yeah, like that. It's the white They're still alive showing up to the Capitol building with, like, guns. And not no little bitty-ass guns, like gun guns. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. But in a real way, I'm also praying for student loan forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I read this morning that, uh, Last year, California spent $300,000 on every inmate who was in the juvenile justice system. Wow. $300,000. $300, oh, you last just saying to keep, oh, I was thinking you were going someplace with that, like with their education. You were saying just to house them and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Like, wow. if we could just redistribute we distribute some funds student loans could be canceled because three hundred thousand dollars per inmate that would cancel a lot of people's student loans mm-hmm. <clears throat> like i have three degrees and don't have that much student loan debt i mean i don't either, I don't either. like three hundred thousand dollars i don't got that much yeah, that gotta be somebody that went like to medical school. I was about to say that's middle that's a medical school. Law shit. school. And what yeah. like, that's for their entire time at law school. And they spent three hundred thousand dollars last year per inmate. Yeah. So yeah, I'm praying that that's we wild. uh reroute some money to student loan forgiveness because yeah. it's totally feasible. Um, that's all I'm praying for: student loan forgiveness and um, stimulus checks. Amen. Got any prayer requests, Tristan? I don't know. Just let me try. 
we're gonna pray for Tristan too. All right, thanks y'all for joining us. Uh, y'all pray for Tristan. She needs a Snickers. She's not herself. And um, we'll see you on Facebook, and we'll see you next time on the show. Bye. Hello.